Good morning, basketball world. Welcome back to the NBA Moneyline Podcast. We are approaching senior citizenship here with episode 63. So looking forward to retirement. I'm your young and vibrant host, Damien Palace. Uh, you might notice I had to take away the uh, the picks guru moniker for a little bit. It's been a rough last seven days. We've been following the picks. So we're going to lay off the picks guru for a second. Let me refocus. Last night, the Lakers came into town. They walked into Brooklyn and got a little uh, ass kicking by the Nets. Um, brings the Nets winning streak to about six games, I believe. And I'm starting to wonder, are the Nets the real deal? I mean, obviously, we're not talking championship stuff here. We're talking, you know, for New Yorkers, for, for basketball fans in the tri-state area. Is, are the Nets going to, are they going to do it? Are they going to make the playoffs? So I, I, I decided to dig deep here. Um, they're not that bad. They're actually pretty well put together. If they could get Levert back quickly, things will really change. Um... They've had a, a bad November, but their struggles were pretty unique. They were ahead in many games against a lot of a lot of good teams, and they just couldn't finish in the fourth. They really gave it away in a lot of fourth quarters, a lot of meltdowns in November. It seems they've gotten past that behavior, and they're and they're stringing their wins together. Um, looking at the teams that are ahead of them in the conference, you have Orlando. You have Miami, Orlando, Miami look the weakest. So, so the Nets are 10th. You know, top 18 make the playoffs. Nets are 10th with a 14-18 record. Uh, but seeds 6 through 10 are pretty close. And like I just said, Miami and Orlando look the weakest. They're 8th and 9th. I think the Nets can sneak in a little bit past those spots and, and, and get to the 7th seed this year. And um, I would love to see it. I would, I would go see a playoff game. I would go and I would probably root for the Nets. Why not? They're like literally a 15-minute drive down Atlantic Avenue from where we're recording this podcast. So um, good luck for the Nets going forward. I always have a, even though D'Angelo Russell kind of put the Lakers away last night with his ice veins, I always got love for the dude. I love D'Angelo Russell as a player. The guy, he's never hit top speed. He just busts your ass in like gear three. And it's really interesting. He can shoot lights out. He can pass really good. Big fan of D'Lo. So I hope the Nets do make the playoffs so I can go watch them play basketball this year in New York. Let's talk about some teams though. We have uh, 12 matchups. So I did things a little bit different. Instead of telling you the line and then breaking down each team and then giving you my pick and why, I'm pretty much just going to give you my pick and why. Like a miniature breakdown and then just pick or if not just pick and then break down you'll see it'll be a much quicker uh run through cleveland plus 12 and a half at charlotte 216.5 in the total i'm taking the cla- the Cavs plus 13 tonight they just came off an impressive road win against the paces who at the time were uh on a seven or i think they were on an eight game winning streak hornets are on a two game losing streak and while i'm sure they'll win tonight uh it looks like the Cavs can compete against other teams in the east so Cavs plus 13 new york Plus 13 at Philly, 225.5 in the total. I'm picking the Sixers to cover, to cover tonight. Knicks have lost four of their last five and have been blown out in their last two games. Sixers did have a bad loss uh, to San Antonio at San Antonio, uh, but I'm sure things are getting a lot easier for them tonight. Think of my, uh, what do I call it? I call it the resistance training method when you play a really good team and then, you know, you struggle. So then when you play a really, like, bad team, it's just lights out. San Antonio minus one at Orlando, and although the Magic looked pretty good in Mexico City last week, they won both of their games there, I think the Spurs have gotten their act together, winning four of their last five, impressive blowout wins against the Sixers, Clippers, and Jazz, three potential playoff teams. Uh, They should cover today with ease, so take the Spurs minus one. 
Phoenix plus 11 and a half at Boston, 219 in the total. Before the Celtics last game, they were on scoring spree, averaging about 125 over those four games before the last one. The Suns have also been scoring the ball at a higher pace than average lately. So I'm going to take the over tonight. We're going to go over 219. I expect the Celtics to at least get 115 out of that. Indiana plus 7.5 at Toronto, 210.5 in the total. The Raptors have lost two in a row and are really banged up here. A lot of players that are, are, are questionable are day-to-day. Um, so I'm not sure who's going to play tonight, but they need all their guys because they're a deep team. And when you got like four or five guys who are banged up, you got to imagine it really depletes the, the talent pool there. Uh, meanwhile, outside the Pacers' last loss, they've been playing really good. Risky business, but I'm going to lock the Pacers plus eight tonight. I think we'll have a close game. Raptors should win since they're at home. Uh, but I, I think a close one tonight. Brooklyn minus two at Chicago, 214 in total. Nets playing really good ball lately, including last night's win over the Lakers. They won six in a row. Um, as I mentioned before, in November, they were winning a lot of games, just gave them away. Um, I do like the Bulls and the rest of December. I know you guys heard me say that. I'm, I'm, I'm picking them on ups and days that they're winning, so that, that's pretty frustrating. Uh, I don't think they figured out their lineups yet. It doesn't look like they, they, they've really established Bobby Portis and gave him the time that he needs. Um, so they're going to have some figuring out to do this week. I'm taking the Nets minus two. Detroit plus five at Minnesota, 218 in the total. Both teams matched up really well. They almost average the same. They almost give up about the same. Uh, they're going through recent struggles. Both have lost four of their last five games. I'm going to have to take the under tonight. I'm seeing both both teams going to try to come out a little bit more patient, uh, run through their offense a little bit more, take time in their possessions. I think Minnesota is going to want to play more defense. So we're going to go under 218 tonight. Washington plus 11 at Houston, 226 in the total. The Rockets have gotten the groove back, winning four in a row. And they've also limited their opponent's scoring somehow. They're not really known for their defense, especially with D'Antoni as their coach. Uh, last couple games, it's been uh, at least over the four-game winning streak, they've allowed their opponents to average about 105, which is really good. Uh, the Wiz are really unpredictable. Um, this fast pace that I imagine the Rockets going to want to play works in the Wizards' favors. So I'm going to grab both the Wizards plus the points, and I think I'm going to grab the under. 226 seems like a lot. Houston's winning, but they're not, you know, Houston of last year really running up the score. New Orleans plus eight and a half at Milwaukee, 232 on a total. The Bucks scoring a slow down, but their winning is still frequent. The Pels are really inconsistent, but let's be honest, nine points is way too much. I'm grabbing both the under 232 and the Pels plus nine. Golden State minus three at Utah, 219.5 on a total. The Warriors are really starting to get their act back together, winning four of the last five. And the Jazz haven't really been able to break free from that stinky rough start they had in the beginning of the season. We're locking the Warriors minus three tonight. Oklahoma City minus five and a half at Sacramento, 234 on the total. The Thunder are a little shaky in the road, going seven and seven. Outside of that, they're playing pretty well. The Kings are pretty good, but they've really beaten up in the lower level squads and not so much with the elite team. So I'm going to take the Thunder minus five. Grizzlies plus six at Portland, 201.5 on the total score. Grizzlies are seven and eight on the road, and the Blazers are 11 and four at home. Grizz currently on an ugly three-game loser streak and haven't reached 100 points in about six games. Uh, since they're going to need some offense to stand a chance against the Blazers, I'm going to have to assume the Blazers will be able to handle the Grizz tonight. Take Portland minus six. Going to head over to our FanDuel lineup of the night. As I always say, use this as a skeleton, as a rubric, and make a couple of changes here. You'll find out that I can I can give you 
uh, three quarters of a good team just can't finish the job here. So tonight I got Chris Dunn, Terry Rozier, Tim Hardaway Jr., Buddy Hill, Jeff Green, Joe English, Dream on Green, Sabonis, and Joel MB. Now to wrap up episode 63 of the NBA Moneyline Podcast. I am the Twitter handle is NBA Moneyline. The Facebook fan page is NBA Moneyline Podcast. And we're moving, we're grooving, we're gonna make some money today. I hope you do too. Uh, hope you have fun watching the games. Uh, we're we're coming in on Christmas, so hopefully, uh, you know, the NBA provides some good gifts for your picks. Uh, take care. See you guys tomorrow. Remember, basketball never stops.